if you look around, Nigeria is ripe with a whole lot of the whole lot of prisoners dilemma, dilemma games playing simultaneously. So once you see once you learn about prisoners dilemma, you start to see it everywhere in Nigeria. It's Nigeria is a very good place to see these games play out in real life. The conflict between self interest and the common good. And most times, as in why 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 as in, you could you could say you could come to the conclusion that why Nigeria is the way it is is because in these different simultaneous games playing out, most people are opting for self-interest rather than the common good. And that's why it turns out everybody is worse off. Because one thing, one thing, another thing that, it, that uh, the prisoner dilemma teaches you is that self-interest is the most logical approach. Because if you okay. go for the common good and everybody goes for self-interest, you're going to, be, you're going to lose. But the most rational approach to the game is self-interest. But it teaches you that the most rational approach leads to the worst outcome for everybody. So most times, that the action might make sense to you. You might have the right intentions like we covered before, but it might lead to a bad outcome. So it is not just having the right intentions or knowing what makes the most sense, but knowing what is, what, what is required for the game at hand, for this scenario at hand, what is the best move. Hello, 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 good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever and wherever you're listening to us from. This is the Creative Chronicles, the podcast for designers and developers. Here on the show, we share experiences, our learnings and feelings. We keep it real. We explore topics and conversations to help you become a well-rounded professional. My name is Brian Demeka, and as always, I'm joined by the man, the meat, and the legend, Bosuke Chikunda. Good morning, boss. Yeah, good morning, and uh, welcome to our listeners. Glad to have you join us. Yeah, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. And we will be focusing on game theory for career advancement. Uh, in, in previous episode, post, uh, UK has been mentioning game theory in person, and I thought that it would be cool to actually take it further and dive a little deeper uh, on the concept of game theory. Uh, first, first, a definition or an explanation. Game theory is a mathematical approach uh, to studying decision-making that can help explain and address social problems. It tends to focus on the choice between competition and cooperation. Uh, since most games reflect and share characteristics with real-life situations, especially competitive or cooperative situations, they can suggest strategies, game theory can suggest strategies for dealing with such circumstance. Uh, yeah. Uh, boss, let, let's make a case for game theory and why it is useful and beneficial. Okay, so uh, just as you, you read, game theory is basically studying the interplay between competition and cooperation. And in most human interactions, those are the two likely outcomes or the two modes of interacting. It can either be a zero-sum game where one person wins and one person loses, or it could be a cooperative game where both parties get what they want. So, we interact with people every day and it, it will help to... Everybody is at least marginally or passively interested in how to improve their interactions or how to 
gets more or get the desired result out of the interactions. And that's what game theory tries to help us understand. What are the dynamics at play in every human interactions? And what is the optimal strategy or what is the optimal approach to pursuing our diverse and various ends? So for, to bring that back home, why it is important for everybody is because you're going to be as, as a professional or even in your personal life, your, your, your life is basically a collection of various interactions and the outcome of your life depends on how those interactions turn out for you. So the more you, if you're better at, at using those interactions to achieve your aims, in addition to the aims of those around you, then yeah, that you have a better outcome. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, true, true. And I think one thing with uh, most games is that um, we have uh, a group of players, or we have decision makers. Then um, some games are you, you need strategy to win, while others are purely based on luck. And um, there, there are rules of games, and there are possible outcomes, and then payoffs that occur uh, to each player. And for career. There are set, certain rules and that can be applied, and there are outcomes that will come as a result of making certain decisions. And, and I think if we also um, take a look at how game theory affects, or how doing certain things would affect uh, outcomes, we would be more um, intentional about the decisions we make and about the strategies we use to approach our career and take it as. Um, as a use case for game theory, yeah. yeah so practical let's, scenarios. Let's let's uh, so let's do practical scenarios where we can um, use game theory in career. So I, I want to talk about the most popular game and the most common game found found in found the, the most common game that was, and it's also that's that's the game people hear about when they talk about game theory, which is the prisoner's dilemma. So that's basically the most common game and also it is the one that is mostly occurring in nature as in real life. So what's the prisoner dilemma game about? The prisoner di- dilemma game it arises anywhere there's a conflict between self-interest and the common good. Which in most of our human interactions that's that conflict is always there. Do I go for what's best for me or do I go for what's best for the commons or the collective? So any any situation where that's that conflict I it exists or that conflict is present it's in a prisoner's dilemma game. So for those who, who have not heard about the game, I will give a brief a brief uh, synopsis of the game. So the prisoner's dilemma game the the set is you have two prisoners or you have two criminals. Those are the players who are being interrogated. Separate rooms. So the thing with game theory is that you don't know how the other person will act, which mirrors real life. It has been interrogated in situations, and the different outcomes are if one person snitches and the other does not snitch, the person that snitch will go home free, and the person that did not that refused to snitch will get five years. If they both snitch, they're going to get two years. If they both refuse to snitch, they're going to go free. So you see the different outcomes now. So what do they do? Of course, personal, so selfish reasons or reasons of self-preservation will say that ah, you should be the first to snitch. But the thing is, 
as you're thinking about that, the other person is also thinking about that. Because you people cannot communicate, so you can't you can't synchronize your actions or you can't synchronize your answers. You can't an- agree on something. So you don't know what the other person is doing. And if you decide to take the honorable route by not snitching and the other person snitches, you get five years. So that setup is the prisoner's dilemma is a simple description of the prisoner's dilemma game. So you see that the outcomes yeah, there are different dragons, but don't worry about the dragons. The outcome, let's say, if you want to use the, the terminology, cooperating. The cooperation between them, meaning don't snitch, that's the reward. That's basically the best outcome for the collective or for the commons. Defecting. Defecting is you looking out for your personal interests and hurting the common good. But in this case, snitching is a defection. The, the outcomes for defecting. For everybody defecting is punishment. So if both of you snitch, you're going to get two years. If both of you cooperate and refuse to snitch, you're going home free. That's the reward. If you snitch, you get two years. That's punishment in the game theory technology. Then you, another, another useful game theory technology is the soccer's payoff. The soccer's payoff is just like, um, let's use our vernacular here. Let's say the MAGA. The person who cooperates, why the other person defects? So you refuse to snitch and the other person snitches on you. That's what you get is called the soccer payoff. You get five years. Then temptation. Temptation is snitching before the other person snitches. So the prisoner dilemma game, there's always that temptation. And it, it occurs where temptation is greater than reward. So in this case, what is temptation? I snitch on the other person before he snitches. I go home free, he goes to jail. Then the reward is we both refuse to snitch. I think uh, instead of zero years, I think if you both refuse to snitch, you get one year. So you see that zero years is better than one year. The temptation is greater than the reward. And that's that's where the prisoner dilemma arises. But once you know this game, you can start seeing it in very many interactions around your life. You, can, you, start, you start to see it everywhere. If, if, if I say so, you start to see it everywhere. And most times, the best the best personal outcome in, in the what made this game interesting is that the best personal outcome is actually bad for for the collective. But if everybody follows what is best for them, it's going to hurt the commons. For example, if everybody defects, it's going to hurt every other person. That's why you have uh, a situation called strategy of the commons. We have people looking out for their selfish interests, hurts everybody collectively. In this case, if if everybody snitches, everybody's going to go to jail. Because snitching is the best is the best uh, approach for you personally. But if everybody snitches, everybody goes to jail. So there, there has to be some form of to win to win in game theory. You see that in, in the prisoner's dilemma, you can snitching or defecting, which is a, a terminology. Defecting is not going to lead to an optimal outcome. So what's the optimal outcome? There are different strategies, but the optimal outcome is a, a variant of tit for tat. Different types of tit for tat, but in general, the, the tit for tat strategies or the tit, tit for tat uh, reactions or, or, or actions are the ones that lead to the best outcomes for everybody generally. So what's tit for tat? That's reciprocity. And that is what we generally practice in these societies, reciprocity. One good term deserves another. So tit for tat is basically 
you watch what this person does and you do the same to him the next time. So if this person snitches on me, next time around I will snitch on him. If he cooperates with me, I will cooperate with him. That's it for that. And basically, that's basically how society, how that's the glue that keeps society to help the societies together. We've heard of them mutually assured destruction that exists between nuclear powers. And why, why is it that the world is more peaceful today when we have how much more devastating weapons than in medieval time? It's because, it's not because people that have those weapons are not eager to use on their enemies, but they are constrained by the fact that if they use it on their enemies, the enemies will also use theirs on them. So there is that, there is that promise for, of tit for tat, which keeps everybody in check, that if you throw your nuclear weapons at me, I'll throw mine at you, at you too. So we are going to destroy each other. So that is also, that, that is a, a, a real life application of tit for tat. Tit for tat is basically, you cooperate with those that cooperate with you, and those that defect on you, those that, that try to play you, you punish them. And that, if you, if you look at the basic structure of society, that's how society is structured. We have laws to punish wrongdoers, and we have certain systems in place to reward good behavior. Sure, sure. Uh, I want to double back down on um, uh, some terminologies, the zero sum, the positive sum, and negative sum, and how we can um, see most of our career journey as um, positive sum games. Because um, the net result of um, the gaming career is actually um, positive sum. The uh, net sum, like there is win-win available for everyone in career. It's not like um, the game of career is not totally zero sum. It's not a zero sum game in totality because your advancing in career does not necessarily bring any other person down. So I would want to be an advocate for... Um, uh, seeing career as a positive sum game, like um, it's not um, one person's advancement in career, just especially in tech, it's not uh, a tell for another person's downfall. Yeah, so I think basically this this is these are tools people could apply to make better decisions and make their life better. So you don't necessarily need to be an expert at game theory. If you know prisoner's dilemma, just like the Pareto principles, where you say eighty percent of the value will be gotten from twenty percent of the effort. Prisoner's Dilemma is basic. Is there are other games, but Prisoner's Dilemma, I would like to say, is the most useful, the easiest to understand, and the most useful. And you can see the strategy that works. And if you want to get a much more rounded overview of of game theory, there is this book, The Origins of Virtue, Chapter Three, focuses on game theory, and it's the most accessible introduction to game theory I've read. The game theory is basically mathematics, so it's very heavy on on mathematics, mathematics and mathematical notations. So some concepts might be, that are also heavy on terminology might be difficult to understand, but chapter three of the origins of virtue, it's introduces game theory using normal everyday English that you can understand mm-hmm. and in everyday scenarios. Yeah, so if if anything, I mean, you should, everybody should learn mm-hmm. the business dilemma and learn the various tit for tat uh, strategies and how they perform. Learn the various strategies and their, 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 what is it called now? The advantages and disadvantages, where they fall short and where they perform very well. Different strategies perform very well in different constructs, but the one that's the family of strategies that leads to the best outcome for everybody most of the time is tit for tat. But their strategy, 
is that lead to the best out for the that lead to the best outcome for one person most of the time or some of the time, and there are also strategies that will guarantee they are crushed. So you should learn the range of strategies and know which one you choose. And once you know about the prisoner yeah. dilemma, you start to see it everywhere because in most of our interactions, especially when it has to do with professional and business, it's basically a conflict between the common good and self-interest, and that is the prisoner dilemma. Common good and self-interest. I see empathy playing a huge role here. Like um, uh, how we can be empathetic, and it's actually going to be better for the common good. So I guess we could we could also infer that um, being empathic can help uh, you put the common good more in the forefront of your mind. Awesome, awesome. Intentions does not matter. You should be aware hmm. the tyranny of good intentions. So you might have good intentions, but what about the other party? Remember, you can't control what the other party does. The only, the only, your intentions can't control what the other party does. Only your action can influence their action. So be empathic, but how do you channel your empathy to ensure that you get the outcome you want? Because there is a strategy in game theory in, in prisoner's dilemma. There's a strategy that always acquiesces, that always gives way. But those ones die early. So you can be empathic and go about things the wrong way. So that how do you mm-hmm. ensure that your empathy does not become injurious to your interests? How do you ensure that your empathy does not lead to you being taken for a ride? So it is not just mm-hmm. intentions. Intentions is part of the part of part of the game. There's also your actions. Channeling those intentions the right way is what will guarantee a, a good outcome for all parties involved. Okay, okay. Uh it's uh not the Roses and pitchy situation always in uh, the world of uh, uh, business and career from what you're saying. So it's not just about um, the intentions. It's also about actions and what people do and what people don't do. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So zero sum, positive sums, negative sums, uh, and game theory. It's important you are aware of what um, exists and what, what is obtainable and uh how actions and inactions uh, and how best to use them for uh, your career and I believe would all be better for it. Was any other thing you would want to add? Yeah, another thing too. If you look around, Nigeria is ripe with a whole lot of there are a whole lot of prisoners dilemma, dilemma games playing simultaneously. So once you see once you learn about prisoners dilemma, you start to see it everywhere in Nigeria. It's Nigeria is a very good place to see these games play out in real life. The conflict between self interest and the common good. And most times, as in, why, 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 as in, you could, you could say, you could come to the conclusion that why Nigeria is the way it is is because in these different simultaneous games playing out, most people are opting for self-interest rather than the common good, and that's why it turns out everybody is worse off. Because one thing, one thing, another thing that it, that uh, the prisoner dilemma teaches you is that self-interest is the most logical approach, because. If you okay. go for the common good and everybody goes for self-interest, you're going to be you're going to lose. But the most rational approach to the game is self-interest. But it teaches you that the most rational approach leads to the worst outcome for everybody. So most times that the action might make sense to you, you might have the right intentions like we covered before, but it might lead to a bad outcome. So it is not just having the right intentions or knowing what makes the most sense, but knowing what is what what is required for the game at hand, for this scenario at hand, what is the best move. 
as I say, it is, what is the best move for this particular position? There might be a lot of valid moves, but what is the best for this position? The best recommendation I can give to anybody is the book, the, the, the whole book is, is a very nice book, The Origins of Virtue, as in it's, it's, it's a very wonderful book, but if you just want the game theory introduction, that's chapter three. That would be my recommendation for this week. Read chapter three of The Origins okay. of Virtue. Awesome, awesome. We'll leave a link to it in the show notes. Awesome, no problem. That's cool, that's cool. Uh, the best intentions might not uh, guarantee the outcomes you're looking for. So each treat every uh, scenario on its own merit, on the basis of its own merit, and you you have uh, a variety of um, options, but you have to make decisions based on what you will give you the best results you want at that moment. Awesome. Thank you so much, boss. Thank you so much. Please do remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. Visit thecreativeschronicles.com for slash subscribe and select your podcast player of choice. Click on the subscribe button and don't forget to leave us review on iTunes. This help other creatives discover the show. And you can also tell us what stood out for you the most in today's episode or you can share how you are using game theory or what you understand by game theory or how you are applying game theory to your career uh, on the post for this episode on social media. Uh, the handle is at BrightCM account Twitter and at UK Chucks. Links will be in the show notes. If you found today's episode valuable, please do share with friends and loved ones. Remember to always be creating. Go out today and create awesomeness. We will see you next week. Bye for now. Thank you.